0: Today, I want to talk to you about how to reset your thinking. Reset your thinking. We all grow up and and have wrong thoughts about life, about God, and those wrong thoughts impact our lives in a negative way. I I know when I was growing up, one one of the wrong thoughts that I had was I thought when I graduated high school, graduated college, that I would no longer need to learn. I just kind of thought, these are the learning years of my life. And when I get out of college, I'm kind of done with that learning. I'll enter into career, into ministry. And I'm I'm just kind of, that, that phase of life is over. And that was just wrong thinking. I had no idea of how much I've had to learn. I have to continue to learn. I have to continue to grow. I have to continue to stretch myself as a leader. I'm reading more books, listening to more podcasts, changing more than I ever have changed in my life. I'm in my 40s, and I never would have thought when I was 14 or 15, that in my 40s, I am learning and growing more than ever before. And then if I stop. Learning and growing, I will not fulfill God's purpose and plan for my life. Listen, I have to be a lifelong learner to, to enter into all that God has for me. It was just wrong thinking that I had when I was a teenager. There was an individual who was influential in my life, influenced my life when I was growing up. And this particular individual told me this about marriage. They said, Herbert, marriage is 90% Sex that 's what the person told me. They believe that that person is no longer married today. I just want to tell you that yeah not, they are not married today. That, that, that was wrong that, that, that wrong thinking is messing up their life still today, and what I want you to to grasp is that we all have wrong thinking, and I've said this before, but I really believe it, and I, I, I say this to you once or twice a year, and that is this. It's what you know that's not so that's destroying you. It's wrong thinking. It's what you know that's not so that's destroying you. Our thoughts determine our actions. Our actions determine our future. The writer of Proverbs says it like this in Proverbs 23 and verse number seven. For as he thinks, as she thinks in his heart, in her heart, so are they. For as a man thinks in his heart, I want to just focus in on the first part of that verse. For as as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Our thoughts are so powerful. Our thoughts Control our life. Henry Ford put it this way whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. You're right. Your thought life will determine the success of your life. The mind of a broken person cannot produce a healthy life. The mind of defeat cannot produce a life of victory. The mind uh, controlled by fear cannot produce a life of faith. A carnal mind cannot produce a godly life. Your life will never go beyond the barriers, roadblocks, and limitations that you have. Your your life will just never go beyond those roadblocks in your own mind. Your your mind is so so powerful. Your thought life is so powerful. You cannot step into a new reality with an old mentality. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say it again. You cannot step into a new reality with an old mentality. And there's a story in the Bible, in the book of Judges, chapter number 6. It's a story about a man named Gideon. And what was transpiring when this text was written, uh, the context here of this text is the children of Israel, the nation of Israel had drifted away from God. They had turned their back on God. And God's hand of protection was no longer with the nation. And, 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 a, and a neighboring nation, the Midianites, during harvest season, they would come in to Israel's territory. They would plunder them. They, they 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 would steal and take their cattle, their crops, their sheep. They would just take it all for themselves. Just over overpower Israel, and this was taking place for had taken place for seven years. and And some of the Israelites had even left their homes. They were hiding in the mountains. They they were hiding in caves. They were. They were planting crops in in wine presses, kind of underground and in hidden areas so that the Midianites would not come and plunder their crops. And and Israel finally called out to God. They, They turned to God and called out, God help us, God save us. And God selected a man named Gideon to deliver his people from the Midianites. And in the story in Judges chapter number 6, when, when you find Gideon, Gideon is actually hiding from the Midianites. The Bible says he's threshing wheat in a wine press. He's, he's, trying, to, he's trying to gather wheat. He's, he's hiding it in a wine press, and he's trying to gather the wheat so that he can eat and so that he can feed his family. And in this story, when you look at it, you, you see that, that Gideon has wrong thinking. And his wrong thinking was not only impacting his life and his future, but his wrong thinking was going to impact the entire nation of Israel. So, 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 so Gideon had to reset. He had to reset his thinking or it was going to impact his life and the entire nation of Israel. Here's what I want you to understand, that your wrong thinking is not just impacting you. If you continue to have wrong thinking about the different areas of your life, your wrong thinking won't just impact you. It has more far-reaching impact than just you. It will impact others. And so Gideon had to hit the reset button on his thought life. And what I want to do today is I want to give you three critical areas where you must reset your thinking. Obviously, there are more areas than three, but from this story, I've narrowed it down to three very critical areas where you must reset your thinking. If you're going to step into all God has for you in 2017, this message is vital. Three critical areas where you must reset your thinking. Number one is this, reset negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Reset negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Let's look at this story together in Judges chapter 6, picking up in verse number 12. It says, when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and has given us into the hand Midian. I, I don't think Gideon was in a good mood when he was talking to the angel. You, you know, I, I, just, I just don't think he was in a good mood. Think, think about it. God has finally answered his prayers. And Gideon is talking face to face with an angel of God. Face, face to face communication. And the angel pays him a compliment. He says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Gideon's response was, pardon me? Pardon me? If God is with us, what's up with all this pain and suffering that we're enduring? What's up with the Midianites taking our crops and cattle and our sheep? And and Gideon just kind of cops an attitude with the angel. Gideon had a negative mindset his thoughts were negative negative about himself he had a negative outlook on life he even had a negative outlook on god i mean god's not with us i don't know what's up with god and friends when when your thoughts are negative everything is negative when your thoughts are dominated with negative thinking your entire life will be negative Have you ever noticed this, people that have negative thinking, even if something positive happens to them in their life, they still make it negative. Because when your thought life, when you are just filled with negative thoughts, everything is negative. Somebody will come up to somebody whose thoughts are dominated with negative thinking, and they'll say, boy, isn't it a beautiful day outside? The sun is just shining so bright and so amazing. But I don't know what's so beautiful about that. That sun hurts my eyes. It's too bright. I mean, just have you noticed that? Just negative. Your boss says, you're getting a raise. Hey, it's about time. It's about time. How much? That's it. Well, they can take something positive and make it negative. Your child scores 10 points at the basketball game. Well, it should have been 20. I don't know whose child you are, anyways. Your spouse makes a nice steak dinner, all the fixings, nice steak dinner. Well, I want a chicken. <laughs> that, that's a nice shirt you're wearing. That's a, a nice shirt you're wearing. This old thing, I need some new clothes. I mean, you know, people that have this negative thinking that everything, that everything is negative. Their outlook on life is negative. And here's what some of you need to do. At the beginning of 2017, you need to reset your thinking and, and reset negative thoughts and, and begin to think positive thoughts. You need to allow God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit to change your thinking, to transform your thoughts, to renew your mind. So go your thoughts. So go your life. Philippians says this in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts. Fix your thoughts on what is true. Come on, all of our locations, everybody say fix. Such a key word. Fix your thoughts. You see, to form the habit of positive thinking, you have to fix your thoughts on what is true. Fix. That word implies it takes effort. It takes focus. It takes intentionality. Did you realize that statistics say that it takes 21 days to form a new habit? I didn't say to create one, to form one. It takes 21 days to form a new habit. You have to fix, fix your thoughts on what is true. It goes on to say in this verse, Fix your thoughts on what is honorable. Begin to think about things that are worthy of honor. It says, fix your thoughts on what is right. Some of you need to stop focusing so much on what's wrong and start focusing on what's right. Friends, there's wrong all around us. You can focus on it. It's your choice. You can pick out something wrong with the nation and wrong with the world. There's something wrong with you. Wrong with our church, wrong with me, wrong with your spouse, wrong with your job. I mean, you can choose if you want to focus on what's wrong. There's a lot wrong. Or you can say, reset. I want to focus on what's right. Here's here's, here's what the writer says. Paul says, listen, you have to focus, you got to fix your mind on what's right and what's pure, on what's holy. Get your mind off the unholy. Get your mind on the holy, the pure, and lovely. Get your mind focused on on things that are lovely, not not hate, not division. Reset your mind on on what's lovely. He says, listen, you got to fix your thoughts on what's admirable, things that are of a good report. He says, think. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. I have an assignment for you today. Those of you that really want to reset your thinking and have a, different 2017 than you did in 2016. If you're serious about it, here's my challenge for you, is will you spend the next 21 days reading this verse and quoting this verse, speaking this verse out loud at least three times a day? For the next 21 days, would you read this verse, speak this verse at least three times a day? And I believe you're going to start forming some new thinking and changing some of those old thinking patterns and and negative patterns into positive patterns. And some of you are going to be shocked just how you're more positive after 21 days. You may end up losing your job. I'm not praying that for you. No, I'm not in Jesus' name. But, 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 But instead of responding negatively, you're like, you know what? You know what? I still got my family. God still loves me. God's got a better job for me. Come I on, you've got a different thought process. Something bad happens to your child, instead of thinking negative and the glass is half full, you say, you know what, my child is still alive and God still has a plan for their life. You just say, I'm going to think on what's positive and what's right. Just You just change your thought life. Your boyfriend breaks up with you, well, he just didn't know what he had. Mm, I'm a good thing. He just didn't know. God's got something much better than you, obviously, because you didn't know what you had. I'm just changing your negative thoughts into positive thoughts. You cannot step into a new reality with an old mentality. Reset your thinking from from negative thoughts to positive thoughts. Number two is this. Number two is this. Here's a second critical area. Reset what you think about you. To what, you th- what, what, to what God thinks about you. Reset what you think about you to what God thinks about you. Here's the truth. Most of us don't view ourselves the way that God views us. That's the reality. Most of us don't view ourselves the way that God views us, and it hinders our life. It will hinder what God wants to do in 2017. Judges chapter six, let's look back at Gideon, beginning in verse number 13. Gideon says pardon me my lord Gideon replied but if the Lord is with us why has all this happened to us where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt but now the Lord has abandoned us and has given us into the hand of Midian the Lord turned to him and said notice what the Lord says back to him through this angel go in the strength you have, and save Israel out of Midian's hands. Am I not sending you? I'm sending you. I'm with you. Verse 15, pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? And he begins to paint a picture of how he begins to think about himself. God's already called him a mighty warrior, but he says, how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. And Gideon allowed the circumstances he was in to determine how he viewed himself and what he thought about himself. Gideon did not think about himself and view himself the way that God viewed him. Gideon did not see himself as a mighty warrior like God did. Gideon did not think he could go and be the deliverer for the nation of Israel. God thought he could, but, 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 but that's not what Gideon thought about himself. Gideon saw himself as a loser. He, he said, I'm the least in my family. We're already the weakest tribe, and I'm the weakest in the, whole, in the whole tribe. He had a wrong view of himself. Friends, it's easy for all of us to allow the circumstances we find ourselves in to determine what we think about ourselves. Many of you today, you know what you need to do? Hit the reset button. You have to quit viewing yourself from your viewpoint and you need to begin to view yourself from God's viewpoint. You need to start believing what you think about you and start believing what God thinks about you. You know, you know what we start thinking about ourselves? Well, you don't know, understand, I'm just, I'm a mistake. I'm just a mistake. And people say that about themselves. Some of you believe that you think that about, I'm just a mistake. But that's not how God views you. God says, you're not a mistake. I created you in my image. You're not a mistake. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You might have made some mistakes, but you're not a mistake. And you got to view yourself the way that God views you. People, People think about themselves. They think, well, I'm just a failure. I'm a failure. God says, you're not a failure. You're more than a conqueror. That's who who you are. I mean, you're more than a conqueror. Listen, you might have had some accidents, but you're not an accident. You're not a failure. People think about themselves, I'm just, I'm I'm a nobody. I'm I'm just a, a nobody. I'm a loser. But God says, you're not a nobody. You're not a loser. You are a chosen generation. You're a royal priesthood. Quit viewing yourself from your own thoughts and begin to view yourself from my thoughts. People start thinking, well, I'm just unlovable. I'm an unlovable person. I've just made so many mistakes. I just cannot be loved. And God says, no, 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 that's not how I view you. I love you with an everlasting love. People think about themselves, I'm just nasty. I'm a dirty sinner. I'm just a nasty, dirty sinner. Just sin, 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 nasty, nasty, nasty. God says, no, 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 no. If you're a Christ follower... You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's who you are. You're a child of God. People think about themselves. Well, I, I'm just a person that has no purpose. God, I have just no purpose for even living my life. Don't even know why I'm alive. And God says, that's not how I view you. I know the plans that I have for you, not to harm you, but to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future. Listen, you gotta quit. Well, you you gotta quit letting your thoughts dominate your life and let God's thoughts begin to dominate your life. People start thinking, well, I can't overcome my past. My past is horrible. I can't overcome my past. And God says, oh, yes, you can. Let me tell you how I view you. You're an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. There are people that think, well, I can't accomplish my dreams. There's no way I can accomplish my dreams. And God says, yes, you can. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. You have to quit allowing your thoughts to dominate your life. Reset. How does God view you? Some of you have been listening to your friends too much. You've been listening to what your family has to say about you. Some of you spend way too much on Facebook, too much time on Facebook, listening to what other people have to say about you. Come on, get your face off Facebook and get your face in God's book and begin to see what God says about you. What does God say about What does He have to say? That, that's what matters is what the Lord says about you. And you have to begin to understand how God views you. And in your thought life, begin to view yourself the way your heavenly father views you. And you cannot step into a new reality with an old mentality. Reset. Reset. Number three is this. Number three, a third critical area, critical area, is reset doubt with belief. Reset doubt with belief. Let's look back at this story. I've read these verses, but I want to point out just a a new insight in these verses here. Judges 6 and verse 14 says, the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hands. Am I not sending you? I'm sending you. I've chosen you and I'm, I'm sending you. Verse 15, pardon me, my Lord, getting replied, but how can I save Israel? And And Gideon's faults are filled with doubt. How can I save Israel? Gideon doubted his ability instead of believing in God's ability. Doubt had Gideon frozen instead of him moving forward into God's plan for his life. People's church, doubt will stop you from fulfilling God's plan for your life in 2017, doubt will cause you to miss out on the miracles. And the supernatural power of God that he wants to pour out on your life in 2017. Let me give you an example of this at Matthew chapter 13 and and verse number 57. It says, and they took offense at him. This is Jesus when he was in his hometown. It says, but Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own town and in his own home. Verse 58. And he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. Because of their doubt and unbelief, Jesus did not do many miracles in his hometown amongst his own people. People church, hear this. Think about this. Jesus, the holy son of God, shows up in his hometown. He desires to do miracles amongst the people. And because of their doubt and unbelief, he only did a few miracles there. They, they, they missed out on experiencing the supernatural power of God because of their doubt. People's church, don't you miss out on what God wants to do in your life in 2017 because of doubt. Reset, reset. Reset doubt with faith. Reset doubt with belief in God. Come on, somebody, stop thinking it will never get better. Stop that. Stop. It's just never going to get better. It's just hopeless, Pastor. I'm just stuck in a rut. Stop it. It is what it is. Stop Stop it. Stop it. It it, it will never change. My marriage won't ever be good. I'll never find a godly spouse. My kids won't ever serve God. God doesn't want to use me. Why, Why should I even go to church? Why should I pray? Why should I read the Bible? It won't make a difference. Reset. Reset. Don't miss out on what God wants to do in your life because of doubt. And some of you, here's what you're thinking. You say, well, pastor, I just don't have a lot of faith. Well, guess what? God doesn't need a lot of faith. He doesn't need a lot of faith to move in your life, to work in your life. Let me show this to you in Matthew chapter 17 and verse number 19. It says, then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? The disciples were wanted to cast out a demon and they could not do it. They were not seeing the results they wanted to see. Come on, have you ever done that before in public? In public, you put up a front. You're like, hey, I got it going on in Jesus' name. And then you get by yourself with God. And you're like, what is up? Why is this working? And they replied, because you have so little faith. In other words, your thoughts are filled with doubt. You're saying something with your mouth, but you don't believe this. Your, your mind is filled with unbelief. And then here's what Jesus says. Truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed. I mean, it would have really messed us up if Jesus would have said, well, you have so little faith. And if you could just get faith the size of a house, (laughs) that would mess you up, you know what I mean? If you could just get faith the size of a big old building, it would mess us up. But Jesus says, guys, guys, you have so little faith. If you could just get faith as small as the, one of the smallest seeds on the earth. <laughs> just little itty-bitty. If you could just get a little faith. Quit doubting and being filled with so much unbelief. If you can just get some small faith, fellas. Here's what he says. You can say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it will move. Nothing will be in. Notice this. Not with some gigantic kind of faith. Mountain faith. No, 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 no just a little faith he says you have a little faith nothing will be impossible for you people's church if you can just have faith as a small itty bitty little mustard seed nothing will be impossible for you listen friends Gideon reset his doubt into faith and belief And the Bible says this in Judges chapter 7, that that, that Gideon believed God so much that that he actually called out to God and said, God, I I believe you, and kind of did a fleece deal. He did several things. But one of the things that really impacted me as I was studying is when he was going to go fight the Midianites, an army of 15,000. He gathered 32,000 men to go fight them. And God told Gideon to cut his army down to 300 men. 300 versus 15,000. How many know the odds are not good? But he believes God. A little mustard seed of faith. And God did the miraculous. He defeated an army of 15,000 people with 300 men because one man went reset from doubt to belief in God. And God brought the victory that day for the nation. Israel people's church reset your doubt with faith and belief in God and watch what God does in your life in 2017 not listen God's gonna move miraculously supernatural in your life but not because you're so awesome but because he's so awesome not because you're so big but because he's so big the reason we are filled with so much doubt it's because we get in the way. We start thinking about us and all of our limitations and, and all of our issues and what we cannot do. We start looking at us. But God says, quit looking at you and start looking at me. Believe me. Trust me. Have faith in me. In me and watch what I'll do in your life. People's church, what do you believe in God for in 2017? I didn't say, what are you doubting God for? What do you believing God for? What are you expecting God to do in your life? You're expecting to graduate and get your college degree. It's going to happen. Pastor, I'm expecting to be healed this year in my body, in my mind. Pastor, I'm expecting some financial provision for God to show up in in our finances. Pastor, I'm expecting God to give us a a new marriage. God, I'm expecting God to move and to provide a spouse for me. Pastor, I'm I'm believing in 2017, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week and lose some weight. I didn't think there would be a lot of amens. But come on, somebody. You believe it. You believe it. I believe it. God's going to help me. I'm going to get free from an addiction this year. I believe God's able. I know I struggled in 2016, 2014, 20, 2009, 2000. I've struggled, with it, but God is going to set me free this year. I'm going to give me some friends that love Jesus this year. God's going to give me a circle of friends, a small group of people that, 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 that are, are faith-filled people. Pastor, I'm going to grow closer to God in 2017. I'm going to grow closer to God. Bible reading prayer, I'm going to get closer to God. Can I encourage you today to take steps of faith? Even today, you want to get closer to God? Would you get the first step class today my well, pastor you know, I don't know first step what is that all about it get you closer to god pastor listen i've been in church a whole hour already i've given god an hour hello he cannot get to but today would you say you know i'm gonna grow closer to god i'm gonna take steps of faith i'm gonna get the first step right after this service I'm going to grow in my faith and closer to God. What, what, what are you believing God for in 2017? Don't doubt. Believe God. Reset doubt with belief. You cannot step into a new reality with an old mentality. Reset negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Reset what you think about yourself and to begin to believe what God thinks about you and reset doubt into belief and faith. So go your thoughts. So go your life. As a person thinks, so are